This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. So this is it. You found it. It's the Mess It Up Podcast once again, coming to you right in your ears from beautiful Ridgecrest, California, and the Mess It Up Podcast recording sub-studio, which is my dining room. I'm here with lovely Bev. Hi, everyone. And uh, we're just going to spend a little bit of time talking about some things and doing the show. You know how it goes. Um, so thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you find something here that is worthwhile to you. Uh, if not, uh, you're more than willing or you're more than welcome to let me know about it. If you do find something here that's uh, that's good to you and that you like, let me know about that too. Because um, I'm always just wanting to know how I can make it better, how I can help you out, how we can be more useful to you and all those good things. So, um, you know, drop us a line, let us know. You can email me at uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can text me at 760-608-1942. And uh, just let me know how you... Uh, feel about the show, what's going well, and if you got any ideas, if you got some stories for me. I need some more stories to tell uh, because uh, it's really great doing it. I got a great email from a person um, who was a family member of someone that we had on the show a couple weeks ago, and that was just super awesome. So uh, thanks for the encouragement, and thank you to the people who have been on the show as guests, and for the people who will be on the show as guests, we thank you in advance. What I'm hoping for, Bev, I'm hoping for a deluge of calls and texts and emails. And a deluge is uh, something that's, you know, when you inundate something with something, you know, just a, a huge quality, quantity of something, usually rain, like, you know, it's like a severe flood is a deluge. But um, I picked that word, I changed the word and I put this one in because we are sitting here on the 21st of August and we just went through tropical storm when it hit us but it started off as a hurricane off the coast of california the first tropical storm to hit the california coast since like the 50s or something like that and it was a slow moving tropical storm so it just sat there and dumped water we got what did you say bev was it five inches five of water point, five point uh, one eight inches of water like we that, get yes. like seven inches of water in a year so we got almost our year's worth of water a rain in 24 hours it was a deluge we had sandbags uh, that we got in advance the city was gracious and provided us with sandbags so we were able to put sandbags at our, our back doors where the water pools up i had to dig a trench to kind of drain the flooding in the backyard um and my family members did pretty well with it i went and helped some other people do some some digging out but it was quite the deluge <laughs> and and school got canceled today <laughs> in our town, which I thought was absolutely hilarious to have school. Well, why did school get canceled? Oh, well, for rain. Okay, and where do you live? That's right, the middle of the Mojave Desert. <laughs> school got canceled because of the rain. I was driving with my daughter yesterday. We went to go to, um, she works with a lady who is um, more on the elderly side than the younger side of life. And she's single and needed some help. So I went and helped dig out her yard, dig a little trench to, to drain the water out of the backyard and get it into the gutters. And when we were coming home, 
we saw the police standing on the sidewalk next to a guy who was holding a, a small, you know, like it wasn't a kayak. It was bigger than a kayak. It wasn't a, a canoe, but it was a, a, a one person boat uh, in the gutter. And I'm like, OK, is this the first time Ridgecrest police have given a ticket to a guy in a boat? Uh, it was just wacky because of the deluge. So if you can use the word deluge in your sentences this week, give yourself the complimentary, customary and usual 10 points in your bonus point scoring. Uh, you keep track of that. It's all honor system. We're glad to be here for you to give you that opportunity. I was just thinking it's kind of funny because our Navy base here is called China Lake. So, I mean, I remember hearing stories when I first moved here about other people that had been that had moved here prior to me. And they thought that it really was a uh, city with a lake. Yeah, it's a dry lake bed, China Lake. Um, but uh, it's not dry today. No, uh, it is we, not. We got water on it for sure today. Uh, from time to time, you might hear me with some water. My daughter, I, I'll, probably, I'll put a picture of this on the uh, on, on the Instagrams. <laughs> My daughter uh, had an intervention with me a couple weeks ago um, when we went to go visit the grandson. And uh, my daughter and son-in-law and maybe other family members as well, uh, kind of got on me about the amount of soda that I drink. And so this time we went up to uh, Portland and we went up to go visit some uh, people up in, in Portland. We saw my daughter in Klamath and we left for a day. When I came back, they had gone to TJ Maxx and they had something for me. And it is a one gallon pink water bottle that has encouragement going along the sides of it so i am trying to drink a gallon of water every day it's not as difficult in the middle of the summer when it's super hot but today was not particularly hot and so i am currently half a gallon in as i record this i'm, I'm almost right at the half gallon mark and it is 9:30 at night i gotta drink a half a gallon in two and a half hours here I was just noticing something. It is exactly the height of from your elbow to it your shoulder. It is the shoulder. length of my elbow to my shoulder. Yes, and it's uh, it's about the width of uh, well, not both of my hands, but it, it's it's pretty big around. Hand I can't half, quite maybe. get my hand around. It's it's a big one, folks. It's <laughs> yeah, a big one. You'll you'll see it on the Instagrams. Tell me what you think of my water bottle, and show me if you've got pictures. Send me pictures of your water bottle. Tag messed up or mess it up podcast tag us in your post with your water bottle and i'd love to see your hydration plan um, how you guys keep hydrated as you go through your day because i i'm, I'm going to admit this you know I've, I've been i've been snarky with my daughter and been you know all blah, blah, blah. it is important hydration is important i'm i'm, I'm I, I agree with the concept that hydration is important so I'm gonna give her that and I'm gonna to try to do it. I did ask my daughter today, I said, look, uh, the same thing I said, you know, it's, it's difficult when the weather's colder to drink that gallon of water a day. And I said, can we back off on it? Do I have to drink the entire bottle? And I'm FaceTiming with her and my four and a half year old granddaughter sticks her head in from the side of the camera and says, you have to drink it all, Papa. And I was like, oh man, her mom <laughs> got her trained. I thought I was her favorite, but apparently she just wants me to be waterlogged. So anyhow, enough yammering. She enough, wants her papa to live a long enough time. Enough babbling about that. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of water here. Mmm. Huh. 
refreshing. Here's the funny thing. If you gave me this thing filled with soda, I could drink it. With water, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want it. You know, it's just, I'm a, I'm a big turkey. Uh, I will admit that. So anyhow, uh, we're, we're looking today um, and, and talking about getting more than we ask for. We went to church yesterday at the beginning of this promised torrential downpour. And I thought, well, you know, we live in a, a desert. So my daughter, if, if in Hilo, Hawaii, the big island, if they get five inches of rain, you won't see puddles. It, it, you can oh, drive no. around, it's just, it's fine. No. The water flows and it, it drains and it soaks into the ground. We live in a desert, hard pan, the water doesn't soak in and they don't have a lot of, because we don't get a lot of rain, there's not a lot of drainage system. The surface streets are used as drainage. And so they're designed to flow and push the water out to the dry lake beds in the desert. And so it's, um, it's dicey driving in the rain. We went driving in the rain one time. I, we didn't, I did, bowtie guy. Uh, took his fancy expensive Chrysler 300C and went to go check on a friend's house because it was raining and hit a puddle and sucked water in and got the car hydro locked, uh, bent the, the piston, made it unusable, had to replace the engine. It was bad, submarined the car. So I'm also very nervous when it rains about driving because of that. Uh, but... Uh, I forgot why I was even telling that story, but it, it, it was, it was rainy. And so, oh, so we were going to church and I was a little bit worried about how much rain would come and, and getting home and being safe. And I was a little bit nervous. And I heard a guy saying in church, when I was talking to him, he, he said, you know, people pray for rain and now it's raining and we're all freaking out because it's raining too much. And I thought, wow, that's an interesting point. It's an interesting point of view. And it's not wrong. You know, quite often I will ask for things and God will give me more than I ask for. Now, I am not saying that a hurricane came to Southern California because people prayed for rain and God's like, watch this. I'm not saying that. I'm saying God set up patterns of weather and we happen to catch this one. People get hurricanes, you know, but the poor people in Ojai had a 5.1 earthquake and a hurricane yeah, yesterday. Really. You know? So I'm not saying this was God blessing or cursing anybody in Ridgecrest, but I am saying that sometimes it can be difficult to be thankful and it can be easy for me to forget what I've asked for. And then when it comes in spades to be upset, like, why are you doing this to me? Oh, heaven help me because I'm going to drown now. Have you ever experienced that, Bev? Wow. You know, we did not talk about what we were going to talk about gotcha. tonight. Yeah, right. Surprise. I'm going to drink some water Okay. Right now. Well, great. You because, talk to the people. Yeah, right. Well, that's what I was going to say is I really didn't have any time to prepare for you asking me this question. And I'm still trying to put thoughts together. Plus, it's 930 and uh, that's a little late for me. <laughs> to think, yeah. Well, and so, it's late for me too because I'm, I just hit the 3 p.m. Oh, mark on my, on my water bottle. So let me, let me think about that just a minute. And well, then, for and me, I, I find a lot of times that I think I, I, 
I want something or I think I want something. I feel like this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what would help the situation. And then I get more of it than I can use or it's not. And I think a lot of it is because I just don't have any idea what I really need. I'm so wrapped up in what I want. My I want muscle is exercised on a daily basis. It goes to the gym and it is Arnold Schwarzenegger, mid 80s buff. My I need muscle is more like Pee Wee Herman. And I don't know how to use that one. And when I do use it, it just comes out as a joke. And I think that I've got that backwards, you know, that if I had more idea of what I actually needed and less of a focus on what I want, I could be a lot more, uh, I don't want to say successful, but I want to say that I would probably find more blessing in life and be more of a blessing to people um, in life. I, I think things would be, air quotes, better if I focused more on my actual needs than my wants. That's a really, really good point. I Yes, I can identify with that. And uh, I do think that I agree that the... Um, the difference between needs and wants sometimes in my mind that line gets really blurred um i was just thinking here in another week and a half or so i'm going to be flying out to nashville to bring back um, a trailer full or a small truckload full of things from my parents house that i wanted again did i need any of them not really did i want them Yes, and furthermore, the reason why I wanted them was purely sentimental. Um, it really, there's nothing there that I would say that I have to have in order to survive or, uh, and certainly we don't need more stuff in our house because I'm constantly trying to clean things out. So I can get overwhelmed in the, um, the, like anything that I feel like is a bargain, like I'm getting something mm-hmm. for free. Yes. I want yes. all of it. I, I, I completely relate to that. I my Just this last weekend, I was talking to my friend Donnie, and he said, did you guys ever eat at the, the restaurant at Kmart in town? And I said, as a matter of fact, we ate there a lot. And he said, wow, that was such a treat for me. He loved eating there. I said, my parents would go there every Saturday morning and I mean every Saturday morning they'd go down there and they'd eat in the restaurant and my dad would have one ear cocked to the uh, store listening for the blue light special special. announcement (laughs) they would go buy whatever it was and they would buy copious amounts of stuff that we may or may not need but they bought more than we did need Uh, one time there were there were pickles Polsky Wyrob they're Polish pickles Um, and I remember those uh, my brother they bought us a jar and my brother and I liked them so they went back and bought like four cases of pickles we got tired of the pickles after a while Um, and but that's how they did it they would buy a a t-shirt and they would be on blue light special so they'd buy like 10 of them so we'd have one and I didn't I was a kid who never thought about what I wore it's just like that wasn't even a concept to me up until like you know junior high that I could have a say in what I could wear Mm. and so I would wear the same shirt every day and one kid asked me at school do you ever change your clothes I was like well I this isn't the shirt I wore yesterday it just looks like it oh wow and I had no idea but because they would just buy 
because it was a good thing. It was a bargain. They would buy that. And sometimes I will see something's on sale. I think, man, I wish I could take advantage of that bargain. I've already got this thing. Right. I don't need it, but I want it. Right. I want to take advantage of that bargain and, and yeah. be a good steward. But that's not being a wise steward at all. That's being a goofball. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can relate for sure to that. And, oh, boy. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. That's going to be, mm -hmm. you know, you know how they, they play games like, you know, what smell is this? You you have these little canisters. And right. Something's in, yes. But this is like. What sound is this? Yeah, I'll give you a uh, hint. Bow tie guy drinking his water. His water. Here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm hoping I don't have to take a potty break uh, for this. Me too. Uh, because, because I don't have much to say on this subject yeah, tonight. Yeah. So anyhow, um, it, it, it can be very easy for me to lose track of the important stuff because I'm focusing on the wrong stuff. Right. But the key is, is that God gives me the stuff because he loves me. Right. You know, God blesses me because he loves me. And that's, you know, leads into our, our song of the week this week. This is a song by Patrick Mayberry. The song is called How You Love Me. So we're going to give you about 90 seconds of that. We'll be back on the other side to talk about it and to talk more about these blessings like rain that we get. So right now, here's Patrick Mayberry. We'll see you on the other side. What you think? Okay, um, I love this part of the song, and I think the reason why I love it is I have a personal connection with it. Um, the part that says, "Could it be I'm finally seeing that you're not who I thought you'd be? Mm -hmm. You're not mad, and you're not scary, and all the shame and guilt I've carried is why you died for me." Um, and I, I'm just going to be the first one to admit that. There was a time in my life that um, I was really not following what God wanted me to be following and not listening to his advice and trying to do life my own way. And the terrifying part about that now when I look back on it is in my sin, rather than just coming to the end of myself and admitting that 
I had made a terrible mistake and I was going down a wrong path and knew I was, instead of doing that, what it started doing is I started messing around with the character of God in my mind and lied to myself that God was not all that he said he was. So it was easier for me to see God as a harsh judge and one who was going to come down on me hard um, than it was for me just to admit my sin. So what I'm saying in that, in, in just user-friendly words, was I had convinced myself that God was partially to blame because for me to come back to him, he was going to be mad at me and uh, maybe turn his face away from me or make me feel ashamed. Mm. And really, all the shame that I was creating was a product of my own sin and not coming face to face with him. So when it says you're not mad and you're not scary and all the shame and guilt I've carried is why you died for me, it's just like I just go straight to my heart um, knowing that that God says over and over in the Bible constantly, I am who I say I am and I'm trustworthy and just read the stories about me and you'll see I'm always consistent. I'm always a good God. I'm always a great father mm -hmm. um, and good will always come from following me. Um, and it, it it embarrasses me to have to think that there was a time in my life when I thought that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, it, it got me right at the beginning. I was like, "Well, this is great song for this week for this show." I've got years and years of striving when there was nothing left to prove, and it's me not understanding what's necessary. It's me chasing the wrong thing. It's me falling for the deception falling for the distraction, looking at the hand waving up in the sky while the enemy just mm -hmm. makes a fist and punches me right in the kisser. Yep. Yep. And and I do that. And and like he says here, I've got years and years of doing that. I, I, I spent so much time, and I'd love to say I spent so much time before I got into recovery doing it, and now I'm better. <laughs> I've spent years doing it in recovery. I'm, I'm 20 years into my recovery journey, and... I still don't have it figured out. And and listen, 20 years, that's 40% of my life. That's two-fifths of my life uh, almost. And, yeah. and, and I still fall into those, fall for those traps. I chase the distraction. And, and I, I don't always. Uh, today, I was, you know, we had... Uh, a lot of rain in Ridgecrest yesterday. And so one of my friends owns a laundromat and the laundromat uh, got water that came in under the doors when the water levels went up and the water is muddy. And so it brought mud and, and, and water into his laundromat. Now, thankfully, it's all tile. The whole floor is tile. So no real damage done, but a lot of cleanup to do. Mm -hmm. So we asked if I could come help him clean up. So we went down there. And I, we didn't know what to expect, so I brought shovels and, and stuff, and it turned out all we needed was some mops. And, and I spent about four hours mopping the floor and, and mopping up mud and, and whatnot, but we got it done. And um, 
again, I've started telling a story and I cannot remember. Oh, oh, so he, he left me because he had to go do some other stuff. So he went to Home Depot to go get a, a router because the internet was out in his building and he, he owns the laundromat, but he works another job and he had to have internet access to do his job because he works remotely. So he went to go get a router from Home Depot and he said, well, I can lock you in here so you don't have to deal with people coming up and seeing if we're open. And I said, no, I... I might be the only happy voice they hear oh. today. I might be someone who can just give them a smile and make them feel better about today instead of the day after a flood and maybe they're coming to do laundry because their house got flooded and all their stuff got dirty, filled with mud or whatever. Maybe maybe they had a problem with their car. Maybe they had, I don't know. But I like to be that person who can who can take that opportunity to just smile. At someone, and that that can make the difference. Yeah. That can make all the difference. That smile to someone who just needs the right smile at the right time, right. Right. and and it's it costs so little to smile. Yeah. You know, it's 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 very. We were talking about being frugal. It's a low cost gift right. to someone to just smile. You just tell them, hey, I appreciate you. Hey, you matter. I care. Uh, God loves you the most. Um, so there's, yeah, there's nobody on the planet that doesn't need to hear that. Yeah. Um, can you go back to your original statement for this oh, show? I don't you know. Talk, you talk about what happens when we get more than more than we ask for. Okay. You know, because we got you know people praying for rain and then we got rain. Well, I was thinking. Um, I needed water, and my daughter gave me a gallon. Oh, well, there you go. Bottle. There you go. <laughs> oh, dear. Ah, refreshing. Oh, dear. I was thinking, um, you know, I, I don't know how to tie in this thought with what I want to say, but that's the kind of God we serve, though. And I was thinking, okay, so when our kids were little and we would take them shopping or whatever for their birthday. I, I can't even give you a good example. I'll just make one up. Let's say that, you know, your, your child wants um, shoots and ladders. Oh, yeah. For, you know. For never a, had it. Always wanted it. A gift. I never had it either. You should buy yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be a little bit young Don't for us care. now. Don't care. We can play it. Of course, it. you know what? The older we get, probably the more... Um, appropriate would yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be fantastic. Anyway, you know, and then you you see, all right, well, the shoots and ladders game, you know, is like six dollars on sale at at Target or whatever. And then next to it, like, there's a, a whole stand of balloons, and then you see there's a package of cookies with frosting on them, and then you see these cool little socks that you think they would like, and and just you know. You just find all these things that you want to do. You don't want to just give them one thing. You find yourself digging a little deeper in your pocket and saying, oh, well, you know, let's get them this too. Oh, wait, I think they'd really like this. And, you know, the Bible tells us, like, especially in, in regards to, like, tithing and um, that we can never outgive God, that if we do the things we're supposed to do, that God will pour out a blessing that is so full that it will fill up and run over. Oh, run over, yeah. Yeah, and and I I can imagine that 
that gives him so much pleasure to be able to give us more than enough. And I've been the recipient of that so yes, many times. Because over-gifting someone is fun. My kids yes. were tickled yes. to give me this silly, big, exactly. pink water bottle. And they didn't think I would use it. They did it as a lark. But I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I've, I've been committed. And since they've given it to me, the only day that I haven't had a gallon of water up until today, maybe, was the day that I drove. And I was like, I'm not drinking a gallon of right. water and driving right. uh, when I don't have a bathroom. But I'm, I'm doing good so far. I mean, I started at 3 o'clock. And I'm down from 128 uh, to, to 53. So I've 70-something uh, ounces of water. Um, so look at me go. Well, let's not even talk about like Thanksgiving or Christmas when the food is on the table and okay and yeah. <laughs> and my dad now, would, now what do we do? Yeah, right. <laughs> and my dad would always say, uh, "Your eyes are bigger than your stomach." Yeah. And it was like, what in the world does that mean? Yeah, I know what that means. Remember the other day let me, when we let, went, let me tell you something else. My backside is bigger than my stomach too. <laughs> remember, remember the day that we went to Petunias. Yes. Oh, good grief. All right, folks. So here we go. Just rewinding just a little bit. Last Tuesday, we were up in Portland <laughs> and picking up a, a sound system that uh, Pastor Dan had left for us up there with uh, some other friends. So we decided we would go into town, do some eating. It's Portland. It's probably going to be our last trip to Portland in a very long time. So we're going to do some Portland eating. And, and we looked for a restaurant to eat at. We found the restaurant Lardo, which I've eaten at several times before. It's quite delightful. Mm. Went there. We had uh, some, I had a sandwich. Bev had uh, her, her sandwich on French fries instead of on bread. And it was $25. And then we went down the street to Petunia's, which is a gluten-free vegan bakery where Bev can eat literally everything in the store she can eat without having to say is this okay and so we went and we spent 28 dollars on dessert people and we felt horrible it was just gluttony on steroids can i tell them what we had let's do we had fresh lemon cheesecake oh my gosh with a crumble vegan lemon cheesecake oh it was gosh. so delightful and now now you're probably saying to yourself yuck no. Gross. If you're if you're one of these people who like you know is a a, a a lactose bragger like I can drink all the lactose I want, whatever. But I, my daughter, who can have all the dairy she wants, had this cheesecake and she's like, that's good cheesecake. Right. So and then yeah. then I had a piece of sour cherry peach crumble pie. Holy mattress! That pretty was darn tasty. To die for. I had a black and white and cake. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. There's more. Oh, that's right. She asked me if I wanted it warmed up. I said yes. And then she put, I asked her if she would uh, put a, um, a dollop. A scoop, a scoop of, of ice cream. Vanilla bean ice cream. Yeah. Which was homemade on top. Yeah. And she didn't, she put it beside it, but Oh, yeah, and I, I had it. the black and white cake with the cheesecake, and the black and white cake was probably about uh, nine inches tall. Yeah, and twenty-seven layers. Uh, no, and kidding. then I had a a, a nice um, americano to go yes. with it, and it was oh. uh, we were in pain, but we <laughs> were delighted. And and somehow a few hours later, we found room to eat some chicken at dinner uh, when we shared our testimony <laughs> at Oregon City. Uh, so anyhow, we it, it is easy to find more than we expect. And today, you know, we got all the rain and I was thinking to myself as I'm driving, I'm, I'm driving to um, go to my friends to find out about, you know, his store and see what's happened. And uh, 
as I'm driving, I see a rainbow. It's like, yeah. you know, God brought the flood yeah. and then God remembered the promise. Yeah. And God always remembers the promise. In my experience, God remembers the promise. I don't know if that's what it's like in your life, but in my life, God has never not followed through. Amen on that. Well, I think too that uh, sometimes the reason why I, I am not a journaler. I do not like to write. I never have enjoyed doing that. But uh, I have been told before that if you write down your prayers, if you journal your prayers, then you can always look back and see how God has answered prayers. Mm-hmm. And um, I really respect people who do that. And, and I crave to do it, but I just don't. Um, but part of the reason why I feel like I don't notice what, what always, always what God has done for me is because I forget when I'm asking for something, when it comes, I forget to be grateful. Mm, I just move on. It's like, oh yeah, wait, did I ask for that? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, I don't know. And then I forget to say, Lord. Cool, look what I found. Thank you, thank you. Because you did answer my prayer. Mm -hmm. It was a specific one at that time. So a lot of that falls on my shoulders to just remember to be grateful. Well, I remember you talking about a f- mutual friend of ours that that did the, the prayer journaling and I don't journal my prayers but what I do do quite often I put a pause there between mm-hmm. my doo-doo thank you um what I try to do is when I commit to something I will commit for a year to pray and so I'll say okay I, I know it was you know and it's a, a general year like all right middle of August I got to go on this one so I'll pray for something for a year and then as it changes I will change that but i just remember to daily pray for this person and this thing that we go through and and if i can see a change in it then i'll do it now some of them i don't see a change some of them i don't know i we had uh, a, a a prayer wall that we uh, put our people when we when we had to do see our summit remotely we couldn't we didn't nail our our things to oh, the cross right. we, we pinned them to a cross right. thing and, and had them on our wall and i prayed for those every day for two years i i prayed for those um, prayers and so I didn't know what they were so I couldn't tell if they were changing but for right. things where I'm praying and and seeing a change in something I will change it to a thank you um, faith I, I prayed for for healing in her oh, body yeah. and, and God God came through with a deluge yeah he did. God came through with that Dan same thing and I you know once it started I was like you know, God, please bring healing. God, please continue healing. God, thank you so much for the healing and the blessings that are going to come because yes. of that. And it, it, it does help to remind me to be thankful about it because I can see the value in the prayer. I can see the change. I can see the, the yes answer that He gave to that prayer. And my gosh, that's awesome. I love it that not only does God answer prayers because, number one, he knows what we need, um, and he loves us and wants to. Mm -hmm. The most. Yes, but I also love it that it's his way of saying, hey, look back at how faithful I've been. Mm -hmm. Look, you can depend on me. I will not let you down. And uh, I love that thought. I, I have a whole list of things that God has done for me that uh, just proved to me over and over that he does keep his promises. He's a man of his word. Amen. 
Well, I, uh, I've been drinking my water. I'm down to about uh, 45 ounces left to go, maybe 46 ounces left to go. So, uh, so can I has, ask you people, how many right now with a show of hands care? Oh, about, people care. People, about the water. Is, people are fascinated by the water. <laughs> uh, I want to know your water stuff. L- let me know how much you drink a day. Send me, <laughs> send me a text at 760-608-1942. Let me know how many ounces of water you drink um, in your day. Now, listen, if you're not listening to this during the week of, of August 21st, 2023, maybe, maybe you've... you've stocked piled some things for your trip. <laughs> don't just hit me out of the blue six months later with you know 128 ounces i'll be like what, what? I, I, i've had that happen before where people yeah. get me on that so tell me you asked about water on this show and so you know tell me so let me know about that but you know i i, I do want to know and i do think people are you know i mean they're listening to the show they've, they've got to be interested in absolutely everything we do so you know why wouldn't they be so just let me know show 282 uh, how many uh, ounces of water you drink uh, in a day, and uh, we'll just kind of compare notes and, and and see where see where the bar is with our listeners. Uh, I really appreciate all of you guys being here and listening. Make sure you tell people about the show so that we can have them enjoy as well. Uh, just grab the link and there's a little button on most of your podcatchers where you listen to this that says share episode or share show or or whatever. So please share that with with someone who might benefit to that or with uh, from that uh, soon. If you want to be a financial supporter of the show, we are always uh, so thankful. The reason we can do the stuff that we do and why we're going to be able to do the stuff that we want to do is because, you know, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And the way that we get that uh, taken care of is through the generous gifts of listeners just like you. So you can text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, which is 925-5722, to help financially support the show. And and if you think you know your gift won't matter, it does matter, people. And, and I'm not telling you how much you can give, because you can give whatever it is that you wanna give, but you know, think about the widow's might. Don't think that your gift is too small to make a difference, no. because you know, if 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 a hundred people give a dollar, that's a hundred dollars. Yes. If a hundred people give ten dollars, that's a thousand dollars. It it scales very quickly, folks. And and don't think, well, you know, they've been asking for a long time, so they probably we are always <laughs> under budget because there are right. so many things that we want to be able to do. And uh, when the money comes in, we we try to be wise stewards, and we do it when the money comes in. So so thank you in advance. If you want to join us uh, in financial support of the show, please let us know what you think of the show. Uh, you can email me at mum, no, different, bowtie guy at messituppodcast.com. Uh, you can text me 760-608-1942. We love you. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time we mess it up. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. All right, do you want to know what part I'm going to talk about?